Welcome to the world of Krim and the legendary Dragonlance. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and others, to Wicked Studios presents Dragonlance, colon, Dragons of Hope, comma, part one. Wow, look at that overlay. We're, yeah, amazing. we've got new overlays here tonight. We have mm. a new voiceover for the uh, opening credits to go along with the uh, back of the module. So anyway, guys, welcome to D&D Friday. Here Friday on night. Wicked Studios. <laughs> Live from, you know, places here and there. It's <laughs> Dragonlands. So, <clears throat> hopefully uh, KD will be here. They're walking the streets looking for power <laughs> after the storm. The rest of us made out a little bit better, I guess. Or this, a lot the storm better. storm where, where, Adam? It's none of your business. I don't think it'll stay out of my personal affairs. <laughs> you can just say the East Coast, East Coast storm. Yeah, you know, I could. I could say, say a lot of you things. You don't have to give us your address. I could say a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What are we doing here tonight, guys? We are playing the original Dragonlance modules, but we're doing it in 5E with all original characters. Although... A lot of your favorite NPCs have shown up um, or will show up in sometimes unexpected ways and places. So tonight we are starting on DL3, as it's called, Dragons of Hope. And why don't we go around the horn and introduce the players. We'll start with Gaz. Hi, I'm Gaz, and I'm playing Kurlotlan, the half-elf rogue scout. Whoops. And we've immediately lost Jason. So let's move on. And Jason's back as soon as I say that. Um, so anyway, want to move on to Kemchan. Hey, I'm Kemchan. I'm playing Gorel Nightfoot, the uh, human fighter and his adopted father, Flint Fireforge, the dwarf fighter. Yeah. Um, should we wait? Jason's still connecting to audio. Hey. You guys hear me? Now we oh, got you. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Much better. It is yeah, better. It is better. All right. Hang on. Let me uh, adjust the, the placement of everything now. All right. Not with the Muppets. There you go. <laughs> it's time to get things started. It's time to light the light. <laughs> All right. How about Will.Player? Pew, 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 pew. Do it. Do it. Yeah, boy. <laughs> That's all for you guys. <laughs> hey, I, I'm Will.Player. Player tonight, and I will be playing Linus, a kender wizard of immense power. Immense. 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 And how about the you, Jason? Uh, all right. My name is Jason. I am playing Zane. Zane is an elven wizard um, and then some. Uh, they are the twin brother of Zarek, who is an elven fighter. Um, Normally played by KD. <laughs> but will today be played by possibly, J probably Jason. <laughs> no pressure. Fingers crossed. No yeah. pressure. Not that he would Perfectly do, the last time. KD would make it. Get it. Yeah. So we'll just make sure yep. that we stay within the guidelines. The guidelines, the directives. <laughs> not, not going anywhere other than. 
<laughs> the prime directive, exactly. All right. You're such a nerd, Kim Jam. So what? Uh, <laughs> so, right there, you <laughs> previously on Dragonlance, the companions completed their mission given to them by the elves of Qualanesti. They went to Pax Tharkis. They had gone through the Slamori, which is elvish for secret way. You know, those elves, great with branding. They did this in order to do a couple things. One, there was about 800 refugees, refugees, excuse me, mostly human, a couple of dwarves, few elves, a lot of people from the north, from Solace and Haven and Gateway and so on. A lot of from the plains um, where our first character death was from. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Swift Fox. I'm not right? telling you anymore. Swift Fox. I got it right. Took a minute. Yes. Out of sight, out of mind, as they say. He died on the way there. Gold Moon, who was his paramour, was a little upset. Nobody else seemed to give a shit one way or the other. Uh, Very true. (laughs) There was more people upset when um, my character's sidekick Goblin died in our Tuesday night (laughs) game than there was for for poor old Swift Fox. (laughs) Hurley did get a nice bow out of it, so it's special to him in that way. Right. That's true. That is special. So... The group then found Tannis Half-Elven, who they immediately decided was a traitor. For those of you who read the books. But they immediately <laughs> thought he was a traitor. and uh, But did take him along with them, since he was the only one that knew the ins and outs of Pax Tharkis. They also met a new character, the, uh, the Kender Linus. Um who was sent to them by a crazy old wizard named Fizbin the Fabulous. They were able to rescue the prisoners by dressing up as women, most of them, going with a person named Marita, who was from Solace and was the one in charge of taking care of the children and leading a group of women every day to give them food, uh, to take them... Uh, give them exercise and playtime, etc. Um, those kids were guarded by an ancient red dragon named Flamestrike, who was a little off her rocker, you know, a little old, uh, maybe a couple of knocks to the head. Um, she couldn't see very well. She also thought that these refugee children were her children. And they weren't, but that's what she believed. So they were able to get into the children's playroom. However, Zarek got a cool new dragon sword, um, Worm Slayer, W-Y-R-M, not W-O-R-M. That would be a pretty shitty sword. It slays worms. Yeah, what doesn't? Um, That, unfortunately, that sword, as good as it is against dragons, makes a horrible loud-pitched noise that dragons for 300 or so feet away can hear. So Zarek had to distract the dragon with this terrible sound of the sword while the others scrambled to get the children out. Um, Gold Moon and... um, Actually, it was really just Gold Moon and Marita were the ones. They took the children out back through the Slamori. 
the rest of the group tried to free the other women that were in uh, a different part of the uh, the of the the tower. Uh, they were able to get them out. However, the women went crazy. They were starved. They were very excited to be out. Um, they massacred a bunch of draconians. Um, fled. Some of them fled the right direction. Some of them fled the wrong direction. Uh, Zane, Zarek, and Tanis were able to get um, the men freed uh, and the workers freed because uh, there were some women warriors in there as well. Uh, overcome the... Uh, uh, the dragon armies. However, there was still the dragon high lord Verminard and his dragon Ember to deal with. However, the old dragon flame strike came in, ran straight into the dragon Ember, who she thought was attacking her children, um, knocking Verminard off of the dragon, making him land in the middle of the courtyard. The group was able to take not only the, the draconians there down, but also Verminard. Zane, if I believe um, right, um, was able to pick up a uh, uh, his weapon, which was a mace, a large black mace. Um, the group fled through the Corollis Mountains, through a path in the Corollis Mountains. They all grouped up. Um, there were some carts with supplies that Marita Goldmoon and the uh, uh, the women and children were able to gather, and they started to move. I'm winning. I've killed more of Adams. You're I, not I supposed to be reading this. Yeah. You're supposed to be doing. It's true. So. Um, the most of the people, about 800 refugees, most of the characters and NPCs are all running from Pax Tharkis because Linus and Fisbin were able to um, put upon the uh, the defense mechanism of Pax Tharkis, knocking hundreds of thousands of pounds of granite boulders um, down, blocking the way in and out. So right now the dragon armies are trapped, at least the, the majority of them. Tannis was killed um, seemingly by a falling boulder. Does anybody remember who he was with? Um, Another elf dude. Nope. No, he, he had um, his being with him, didn't he? Nope. No. It was a man, middle-aged man. Who looked a little funky. It was kind of hard to see because you guys were far away. But he looked like a middle-aged man, late 50s, who, as Tannis was pulling him out of the, uh, the fortress, his shirt opened. And um, you could see, for those of you who noticed it, a glowing green something oh, right. coming from his chest. Um, but before you could inspect any further, splat, uh, they both went under a giant boulder. So that Tannis right. problem seemingly solved itself. You'll never know if he was a traitor or not, I suppose. Um, so now the group is, is bringing these refugees to hopefully a safe place through the only way that they know, south through the Corollis Mountains. That being said, we still have a couple of our band of merry men, and some I guess there's a few women in there, um, still on the top 
of, of the Fortress of Pax Tharkis on the roof. We've got Linus and Fizbin, and that's where we'll start tonight. And that's bullshit, Captain Mymorph. All of my characters that died were solely the fault of Will. No, no, no. no. You're not supposed to be reading the chat. <laughs> all right, Linus. Oh, man, did you see all that stuff? Just go boom. Wow. Oh, that was oh, great. Did I miss it? I was looking the other direction. Did we already? Ah, I wanted to see that. I don't know how you missed it. I mean, it was really loud. I mean, it was, you couldn't I hear heard anything. It, for I was day. wondering, but there was a lot. Oh. There was dragons fighting. It was really an interesting, interesting turn of events. See, okay. <sighs> well. Oh, we should probably get out of here, though. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. And he looks around. Well, we can't go the way we came because. Can you climb? Can I? Do I look like a man who climbs? Not really. No, not. I can't climb. That's I mean, it uh, is pretty far down. I'm, I might have some rope in my bag. Wait. Let's just not forget that I am Fizbin the Fabulous, a mighty wizard. Oh, that's right. Oh, you know what? I'm a wizard, too. You are. And you gave me an idea earlier. You had a spell that you used when we were climbing up. What is it? What is it? Feather something. Feather. Uh, I have no idea. Feather. I just said. Featherfall. Yes, good. yes, yes. Okay. All we need to do is jump. And he grabs your hand and jumps off the side of the tower. Um, and mm -hmm. as you're falling, he's. Uh, how did that go again? Feather, feather, feather fall, feather fall, feather. And he's saying, mumbling something. And you guys are going faster and faster as you're falling. He lets go of your hand because he needs to do a little bit of magic as as you're falling. Um, and he's a bit heavier, and you're you know, you got like your baggy clothes, so you're floating a little bit further uh, behind him. And all of a sudden, he says, "Ah, yes, that's it, feather fall." And yeah, kick a bot. Can we get rid of this? Uh, yeah, I'm already want to become famous by followers. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. listen to you, HB Gabriel. Fuck. I just ass. blocked it. I just got to figure out how to delete that. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, doesn't matter. We're not gonna do that anyway. We're all smarter than that. So, all of a sudden, you expect you to become as light as a feather. However, instead, he must have done something wrong, because now all you can see there's just these feathers, these white feathers like all over the place and you hear splat then you come down into the feathers and now you 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 land safely the feathers just go up and get blown around in in the um, in the wind so it's hard to see for a bit um, but eventually the feathers slowly make their way to the ground. And all that's there is a ratty old wizard hat. Oh, my hat. Linus <laughs> will pick it up, put it on. Fizbin is not there. Oh, look at that. He turned himself into a leaf, or I mean a feather. Maybe he's all these feathers. And then Linus will start picking all the feathers up. He's okay. going to stuff them into his bag. All He'll right. probably turn back soon. And as That's nifty. As you're doing that, you see uh, the others um, probably about uh, eh, 150, 200 feet ahead of you. Okay. I'll start running after him. All right. Stuff the feathers into my bag and then go running after him. So the rest of you guys 
it is late in the day because uh, this has been a long ass day. <laughs> um, you've been traveling through this area that uh, Gilthanus had set up for you guys. Um, uh, south through the uh, Corollis Mountains. Your lungs ache from breathing the bitter cold air. A heavy snowfall blurs the Corollis Mountains to either side. Behind you is the evil dragon army. Before you, nearly 300 families just liberated from the dungeons of Pax Tharkis. Suddenly, you hear the war cries of your draconian pursuers behind you. Not all. They of did them. what I was supposed to. I made those things fall down. The boulders went crash. I don't know. Not all of them were in there. So we are going to move to our battle map. And I'm going to point out there's still no healing and everybody's beat up. <laughs> yeah. So basically how this is set up and you guys can put yourselves in front of these dudes, because you came from the north and you're going south. Um, you're basically going in this direction. Forget about this path here. Um, that doesn't exist at the moment. Um, I'll pull up the turn order, because there will be initiative once you guys get your self together. And... Um, Jason, you still have uh, Zarek's character sheet ability, right? All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, Can I throw Gilfinis on in here, too? Is he with us? Um, who? Gilfinis? Gilfinis is up ahead. So basically, you guys are in the back um, for just such an occasion for, you know, if um, these Draconians or any other Hobgoblins or any other the Dragon Forces were able to come up from behind you. The large group of refugees is ahead of you, being led by um, Gilthanus, Lorana, Goldmoon, and Riverwind, um, as well as some of the other um, uh, NPCs that we've come across. Um, so it's just you guys right now. Obviously, Flint is still with you. Nobody has to worry about Tannis because he's dead. And who was that guy? What guy? I, I feel like we missed another uh, important magical item. <laughs> the dude with the green chest, man. Uh, I don't know. You didn't get a chance to ask anybody. I know. So let's roll for initiative. Are we in the right spot there, Adam? Yeah. Okay. So remember, the the um, this doesn't exist this path so they're going to you come want, around here i'm here. going to draw some i'm going to draw some oh geez look right. at that like a professional <laughs> wow that baby. is that's very professional <laughs> very impressive thank you thank you very much art school didn't go to waste <laughs> yeah All right, just let me know when everybody's in. Oh, well, you know what? Let's put on a little music, because Will loves to dance. Oh, you want me to dance? No. <laughs> no, I don't. 
in sad times. All right, everybody in? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, Curlathlon, you notice these group of draconians um, coming up from behind you. Don't worry about that. I'm okay. sure it's. I'm sure it's nothing. Well, uh, I'm going to uh, move over here and uh, take a bonus action to stealth before uh, starting to shoot at them to provide some cover for the rest of the people leaving. Okay. Roll a stealth check, please. I want to ask a question. So, like, because yep. we did level, are, are, are like, the hit points going to be retroactive? Do they, we just get those? Or are we still at the hit points we were at when we were in... Uh, Pax so basically, basically, you would get your additional hit points. Okay. But you don't get all of your other hit points back just yet. That's what. And, okay. And cool. Nothing. And not, nothing. Like no spells or anything like that. That's... Um. Right. For yeah, anyone who has spells, you'd have to wait or anything like that. The, we don't get the slot. Right. We don't get like. New you can have the slots, <laughs> but not the actual spells yet. But I'll give you, you can't the slots. Use them. You can use the yeah. slots. You can't use the new spells. Oh, oh okay. So great. We'll split the difference. Okay. Because cool. um, otherwise, it'd be completely unfair to the uh, spellcasters of the group. All right. Um, that hits. Who are you hitting? The guy in the front. Yep, the guy in the front. And um, if if I am hidden, then I get my sneak attack. Um. Let's see. Yes, you're hidden. They're okay. not very perceptive. All right, so that's... Oh, wow, that's hard. 12 altogether. <laughs> well, it's still an extra five. All right, yeah, all of a sudden he takes it. Oh, right in the chest. And says something in Draconic. But you don't understand it. Those of you at home, he says, Ah, my chest. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Their turn. They're going oh, what about to... That? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Hang on. Hang on. I got a 23. Oh, you got a 23? Yeah, I got a 23. Oh, all right. So Zarek can go. I don't know why. I, maybe I, I did this before he was in there. All right. There we go. So he'll shoot that same one that Curly shot with his bow. Great. Um... Uh, 21 hits yes sir 5 piercing alright another one ow and then ow, my and chest then again he's, he's gonna put the bow away and draw sword and shield sure alright now it's their turn this guy is gonna run 5 10 15 20 25 30 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. They're all going to dodge as their action. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 
All right, Linus, quick step. Oh, no. That's, uh, yeah. All right, so. Yeah. Okay, so he's just going to shoot the uh, the one in the front with a fire bolt and miss. That will miss. Let me do the roll. Okay, we're good. All right. Uh, Flint. If you're talking, Kim Jan, we can't hear you. How about now? That sounds yes. great. Awesome. All right, so Flint's going to bum rush. This is not oh. winter music. You know what, Lord Forth? <laughs> <laughs> you get what you get, and you don't get upset. That's what my kids learned in preschool. And I, consi- and I consistently remind them of that. Because life is full of disappointments. <sighs> it's true. That's and that's okay. why we play D&D. Uh, exactly. I forgive you, Forth. I could never stay mad at you. All right. Attacking with the battle axe, the guy in front. It's going to be a disadvantage. Oh. Um, so thir- either way, you got to. Yeah, it would have missed. All right. Um, I guess that's it for him. Yeah. Zane O'Kara. Right. Zane is going to use one of his new fancy spells called Create Bonfire. Um, going to go right here, that five foot square. Um, Create a bonfire on the ground. You can see within range. Using until the spell ends, a magical bonfire fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space where it's cast must receive a dexterity saving throw. All right, where is it? Um, right on, right on this one. All right, and how big is it? Just five feet. Five feet. All right, uh, dexterity it. save. Um, uh, they're not super terrible at that, but he, this guy is. He rolled a six. So what's the damage? Five? He takes five damage. It's concentration, so it's going to stay there for up to a minute. All right. He turns to stone. Nice. Uh. All right. Grell. Grell. Attacking this guy. Yeah, Christmas music. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Hey guys, I'm here for a fight. Uh, <laughs> Attacking with the Warhammer. Miss. Oh. Uh, but you get another attack. That's that true. Makes you feel better. Comes around with the backhand. That, yeah, buddy. Well, it's still a disadvantage, though, because he's oh, uh, <laughs> so he still miss. But that was would have been much better. All right, Go, uh, Gold Moon is not here. Actually, she's not. Oh, here. she is. I shall ahead. delete her token. Boop! I did it for you. <sighs> nice try. Yeah, take away all. All right, um, back up to Zarek. So Zarek is going to take a step here and hold his action. If someone comes within his threat range, he's going to attack them. Got it. Curlifon. All right, well, shooting at this guy here. Okay. 
That hits. You do get it. Um, wait, no, you don't. Yep. It's a disadvantage, actually, because he's still uh, dodging. Oh. Let me roll again. That misses. Oh. <laughs> Adam, quick question. We can't stand here, can we? Uh, yeah, you can. It's just, it's a little right. bit of a difficult terrain, but you could stand there and, and then, fight easily enough. Yeah, it's going to have moved there instead. Sure. Yeah, this is just a path, but you can, this is going to be high up. This is going to be walkable. Okay. But like, this is, this is not. This is right, not yeah, here. those are boulders, yeah. Okay, cool, got it. Um, Bonus action to hide again before I finish that. Okay, all right, stealth 20, yep, okay. You feel like you're sufficiently hidden. All right, um, first, this guy is going to attack Flint. Um, Longsword, here it is. 18. That hits. For seven damage. Eek. And we didn't get like a short rest or anything, did we? No, you're no. on the run. Run for the hills. What was the damage? Seven? Seven. And then a 16. Does that hit him? 16 does hit. Another five. Yeah. Dude, it's not looking good for you. And no, he's down at 22. He's good. Oh, he's okay. <laughs> you can sort of move here. All right. Um, two guys are going to attack. Well, we'll see. One of them, one or two is going to be Gorel. Three or four will be... That's Gorel. Um, <laughs> and the other guy will attack Gorilla also. These are all longswords. An 18 will hit for 10 slashing damage. Ouch. That takes me down to five guys. And a nine will miss. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> Minus. Well, <clears throat> not really that much Linus can do in this situation. <laughs> Sure uh, he will go ahead and attempt to. Uh... Oh, I know what he'll do. He's going to cast. Now, I I, I gotta ask: is is the map to five? Ten, yeah, it's five feet squares. Okay. He will. Uh, just let me check here. He's going to do a. Quicken spell. Yep. Okay. Cool. Actually, he doesn't even need to do that. He won't do this quicken spell. You like how I figure it out in my head as I go? It's pretty that's, neat stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. very entertaining. So too. All, all, all you at home can see the the process. Yeah. Be okay. <laughs> so he he uh, poof, in a poof of smoke, bloop, is over here, oh. and he's going to shoot. Uh, the rear one in the back. Ooh, that's going to hit. hit four, five points of damage. Okay. And he's going to be yelling, hey, you guys, uh, you missed me. I'm over here. Right. Trying to get some of their attention, but I need to make a roll. Yes, you do. 
and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you sufficiently got this guy's attention with your uh, tomfoolery. Who tomfoolery is it? Flint. All right. Flint's going to attack that um, the guy in front of Gorel. Can he do that? Yeah, he can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's 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 right there. Okay. Battle axe. This is oh. where you guys need to start hitting, by the way. Uh, that misses. <laughs> oh. Just see, in that's case. Where I was see, yeah, that's where you were confused. Yes. Um All right. Gorel. Nope, I lied. Zane. One second. Um, so Zane is going to cast a Snowball Swarm right here. Okay. Everything within five feet of that makes the deck save. I'm excluding Corral from that. All right. So it's all of these guys. Yep. First one misses. Second one misses. Third one... It was 16? Uh, Yeah, so he missed. He got a 15. He was close. Fourth one. 16. He makes it. So the one... This one made it. Yeah. And the other guy behind him. These two guys made it. Okay. So they take seven. Everyone else takes 14. Okay. Um, And then he's going to take one step up. All right. Uh, Give me one second. I'll be right back. Sure. Those guys don't look as cocky as they did before. I should hope not. <laughs> All right, and Garel, you are up. All right. Attacking the one to my to his left there. Here we go. Trying to warhammer again. All right, and these are regular rolls because he's no longer. Dodging, okay. So that hits. Nice. Thirteen. He turns to stone. Sweet. Thank you, Jr. For following. Huzzah! Huzzah! It's probably just R, but it's you got it. You got You got to say it like a pirate. Jr. Jr. Thank you for following. We appreciate your viewership. All right, you got another attack. You got two All right, to choose from. Attack, attack the guy next to him, at the top Up there. Here, okay. Yep, that one. Oh, that misses terribly. You swing, both of the draconians duck. Luckily, Flint is short because it just swings right over his head. <laughs> Says, "Watch where you're going, you big ape." <laughs> And it is Zarek's turn. Um, I will control Zarek. Zarek is going to move up here. And let's see, what does Zarek got? Zarek's stuff is not on this sheet. <laughs> Some of it is. All right. Longsword. 
A 15 will just miss. And a 15 will just miss. So. Um. Linus, using his reaction, is going to bend luck, allowing him to roll 1d4 and either add, in this case, add to an attack or. Oh, that's right. Hold on. KD is right. KD is right. Zarek does have Worm Slayer. That's I did the wrong one. So both of those hit. Yeah. And let's roll damage. Thank you, KD, for following along wherever you are. Wow. Oof. Um, this guy's going to die. Well, no, it'll take both of those to kill him. This guy turns to stone. And conveniently... So Zarek just comes up, slashes once, and then comes through with a stab right in the chest. And as the thing turns to stone, Zarek gets a little bit nervous because he's he's lost swords in these things before. But then remembers, <laughs> wait, this is my special sword that the DM forgot about, and slides right out. <laughs> All right, three are down. Curlathlon. All right, um, shooting at this guy again. Twenty-three to hit. Nice. That hits. And when that was which one? Uh, this guy right here. Okay, I'm pretty sure you and take him down. Yep, he's down with a total of twenty-three damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Even if he was not already hit, you would have taken him down. So yeah, so that one turns to stone. Now, the problem is too bad these guys don't stay for stone for long because otherwise you would have blocked the path kind of nicely. Um. But anyway, there are still two left. Uh, I went to stealth again as a bonus action. 26, you are confident that they cannot see you. This dude is going to try to 5, 10, 20. Yeah, he can move here even with the rough terrain. So there's going to be one on Zarek and one. I don't know how many hit points Zarek has, though. Um, so KD. 70, if, if, 75? If, <laughs> If you could use the message has, spell you've been using the... <laughs> to, yeah. Hang on, Zarek has... Zarek has 70 hit points. Oh, so that's um, right. He did, have, he did have second win still, so he, caught, he probably could have taken that at the end of last time. All right, we'll say that he does. So that's yeah. what, D10 or D8? D10 plus, D10 plus, plus fighter six. level, yep. so D10 plus 6. You're back. Wow, a 10, so 16. Okay, so that's helpful. All right, and bear with me, folks, as I do a little housekeeping. All right, there we go. So the first one will attack Zarek, see if we can get some of those hit points taken away. Longsword. 13 will miss. Second attack, a nine will miss, so we didn't really need to worry about those hit points after all. And now the other guy will attack Garel. Same thing, long swords. Oh, no. Oof, 23 for 10 slashing damage. Oh, he is down. Uh, big down man goes down. So he's actually going to step over you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Move over here and attack Flint with that second attack. 
And a 19 for four on Flint. Oof. Flint's still standing. Flint's still standing. Better than he ever did. <laughs> All right, Linus. Um, good news and bad news here. He's going to start running. You guys were supposed to pay attention to me. Why didn't you pay attention? To- oh, look, there's one. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, it wouldn't have mattered because that was the lower one. Uh, he would have had uh, disadvantage, but it was either a 23 or a 24, that roll. So you don't want the 24 because that would have been a crit. Um, never mind. So go ahead. Linus. He Firebolt misses. misses. Roll your die. Eleven, you're yeah. fine. Flint. Flint's gonna. Uh, Your giant son just dropped. I know. KD shoot longbows. <laughs> All right, battle axe. Oh come on. Flint is not hitting a long while. Nope. All right. Um, Zane. Uh, all right. Zane is going to do his new bonfire trick over here. So. He's got to make a deck save. A nine. He misses. He will die. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I don't think you could do less than three points, can you? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so, he goes, he goes on fire and then turns to stone. So, puts himself out. Which is very nice, of him, especially in the wilderness. Tuck himself in over here. All right. Although, he is still here. He can okay. move next time, then. Yeah, Zeno moved there, then. Okay. Uh, there's no, there's nobody else alive over there, so it doesn't really matter. But although <laughs> Zarek is just swinging, because he's he's doing some practice lunges on the uh, <laughs> on the stone draconians. Uh, Garel, um, that's gonna be a uh, yeah a, a, a death saving save. throw. Okay. What, what are we rolling? Just a twenty? There should, well, yeah, but there there should be a death save. The, uh, yeah, on the thing character on sheet, right next to where. Oh you yes, yes, right. yes, yes. I gotcha. And this, yeah, just. For, oh, oh, oh no! That's, <laughs> you just got two failures. You got two yeah, failures two. right off the bat. Oh, oh no no! Oh wait! Oh wait! Don't I have um? Wait, hang on. Do you have? Do you, do oh wait, no, a, that's that's for um. You can use a uh, inspiration for this. If you wanted to, yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. So I just re-roll. Yep. 19. There we go. All Ooh. right, so you have one success. One success. Instead of How two much failures. inspiration do you have left? I think that was it. It wouldn't have mattered much if he. Linus <laughs> 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 has got one. <laughs> All right, and Zarek, you were up. There's one guy down here that is up still. Yeah, that was it. That's all I had. Okay. Yep. All you so can do is try to keep yourself alive. <laughs> he's gonna um, sidestep over here. 
and shoot two arrows this longbow into him. Okay. So, first shot, 14 will miss, right? That's correct. Second shot, 13 will also miss. That okay. one surprisingly hits. No, I'm just kidding. Kerlathlon. <laughs> right. Uh, Thank you, James. Go forth for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! And you know what? For it's, all of you watching who James. haven't liked, go forth and like the stream yourself. <laughs> wow. That, not even. I'm not even going to say anything on that. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. collectively groaning right yeah. now, so. <laughs> he is dead, and I'm here all week, folks. Dip your waitresses. All right, they are dead. All right. Um, you get the vague suspicion that it's possible these aren't the only ones that are uh, out there looking for you. Somebody should help this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Gorel is... <laughs> Flint's like back, backhanding him. Get up! Stop faking it! Get up! And thank you for me, Maria Antonin for liking the stream. As Thanks, usual. Queen. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thank you, Queen. Uh, I don't think... Uh, no, there's... Yeah, blindness is the last guy. I didn't know anything about that. Nope. Yeah, just looking at him. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I didn't remember, and I was like, just, it wouldn't make sense really for him to have. And I was like, oh yeah, negative one, untrained. Yeah, no, oh, he, he didn't got anything going on here. I have a. You still have, have your healing potion, don't you? I still have my healing potion. Yeah. So can I have a uh, flint take yep. it out of my pocket? Sure. And use that. Oh yeah, that's a good thing. That might be the last one, is it, or is there one left? I'm I'm double check. I don't think Linus had no, because Linus no, you was you weren't after there, you so guys. You yeah. One, yeah. Adam Zane Zane still has his. Got it. Okay. All right. Cool. Oh, that's right, because Flint um, gave uh, Zarek his to give to you. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So um, the while you were doing this, the group continued to move. They didn't. Um, just sit around waiting for you. No. Um, so um, you so, can continue on. Okay. What, uh, what do hurry. I get back from that? Uh, 2d4 plus 2. Yeah, man. Eight, All right. Ten. So that's pretty good. I'll take it. That's as good as you're going to get from AF. <laughs> Regular old healing potion. All right, so you guys um, are able to um, make your way back to the refugees. Um, Now it is um, getting dark. Um, Well, did did we? We already knew that we were supposed to be looking for Thorbarden, right? You know that Thor Barden um, is. Or my metagaming because you're metagaming, because I listened to the intro. (laughs) Yeah, Keaton Stonehelm, thank you for following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Um, Keaton. You know, and Flint would know, and so would Garel, because Garel went down here. That Thor Barden is somewhere in the south here, but. 
when Flint and Gorel went looking for it uh, during their break um, from the rest of you guys, they could not find it. Okay. So we, basically, we just got to wait for somebody to suggest it or something like that. It's We're not currently looking for it. Right. Right now, you're just currently looking for a splay. And you know that it would be days, if not weeks, before you got there anyway. Okay. So Warburg is not just around the corner. And I'm getting this out of the way now so that I have it done. I, uh, Linus is looking through his bag for molasses. And he doesn't find any. Okay, good. All right. All right. That's done. Why molasses? I don't get it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move you guys to a different map here, and I'll show you what you can see. Um, it's not going to be super helpful for you at the moment. But as you continue, maybe it will be. All right. Um... Adam, while we're traveling, can we take a short rest? You could try. You can't travel and take a short rest. Like not even on the carts or anything like that? No. The carts are full. They're not that big. um, And they are full of provisions. Plus, there are like babies and stuff that need to be on them. Not the heroes. <laughs> and somebody even says that these. This is for the. This is the baby's cart. Like, could you please stop getting into my son's uh, carriage? That would be great. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate your help, but this is. Girls like they could sit on me. Oh <laughs> my! The baby uh... carriage crushes under your weight. All right. So you guys see this map over here? Yeah. All right, so you started off. This is um, up the top here. This is Paxdarkus. This is where you currently are. The X. Yeah. Okay. Well, we should definitely go check out whatever the hell a 5 is, whatever the hell a 22 is. Yeah, I could tell you. This is just a big peak. What? You can see that what from where you are. What direction? What's our guiding direction? Where are we supposed to be taking these refugees? Are we, we literally really just know. following? Are we literally yeah, just they, following they, the path? Yeah, there is right now. There is no plan. The plan was to get them out of here and to bring them south, where maybe there's someplace safe for them. Yeah. So, in the, um, so how much does Zane know about the geography of this place, of where we are right now? Roll. Uh, history check. Oh, he knows everything. He knows everything. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to move you to a new map. He starts drawing an actual map. This is all wrong. <laughs> all right. This is what so, we're doing now. So, Zane draws out a map. Oh, yeah. Zane, Zane pulls out his maps. All right. So, you see the the part that's you can see here. So, this is where you came from. This is Solace. There's the Keshu over here. Kualanesti, where they are now going uh, west or east. I don't remember which way they said they were going. Down here somewhere is the forest of Weyrith, but again, it's a magical forest that finds you. You don't find it necessarily, but that's its general direction. Um, that's where we met the forest guardian? Um, no, that's where you went to the Tower of High Sorcery. 
The rest cool. of the group has never been there, just you and Zara. Um, here is Pax Tharkis. You guys are somewhere through he right about here. This is that peak you saw. Um, and the Corollis Mountains go down through here. Um, somewhere around this area. And here is where um, Flint and Grell were looking for Pax Tharkis. Hmm. <clears throat> um, the some of the Nirdar dwarves were the hill dwarves that Flint is actually originally from is in this general area as well so anyway that's so, basically just so you have an idea of where and Gary for your purposes this is where you went north during those five years over to Port Call over here and then um, Salamnia is further north from that Right. Why don't we go to Flint's people? So Zane yeah. will suggest that that's not a bad idea, headed towards Flint's people. Um, the kingdom of Thorbarden is in this direction as well. Um, so there's two problems with that, Flint will say. Um, the dwarves and the humans and especially the elves aren't in good sorts since the cataclysm showing up with 800 people one i could tell you that the that the the, the hill dwarves are not going to have the the space for them um and if we have a army following us which at some point we will um bringing them to their doorstep is something i'm not willing to do Thorbarden, on the other hand, if we can find it, um, I don't know if we'd convince them to open the gates. However, at least they'd be safer there because they could shut the gates again. Would your people be willing to help us indirectly? Um, maybe if we let them know that this army is coming, prepare a delay of some type or something, maybe... At, at the very least, get themselves out of harm's way. I don't know. I haven't uh, seen them in a long time, and I, I'm not sure who's leading them now. Um, but again, I do... Don't they know where the uh, Thorbarden is? Nobody has been there in over 300 years when they locked up the uh, gates. Don't they got a book? Thank you, Julie Dos Santos, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Oh, yeah. Thanks, Julie. And right now, right now, I mean, that's still easily 10 days from here. So we need something tonight. Would we... I, I doubt we're going to find refuge for 800 people in... In the in the hills here tonight, we're going to have to set up some type of camp and fortification. For tonight, yes. Um, now, for you guys, there is on the mountains where you are. There, it's cold. It's not like freezing, but it's cold. I mean, you're looking at, you know, probably 40s, mid 40s in temperature. Um, so, you know, considering you have a bunch of people, including yourselves, that are not really prepared for this weather. Um, you guys are in better, you know, 
better off than <coughs> except for Zane maybe but uh, the rest of you you know probably with cloaks and stuff are a little bit better off but you know you've got a lot of weakened people here as well um, but Flint says I mean within the mountains there are valleys um, the problem is we need to find a place where we have cover from overhead as well because there are dragons but there are but to you guys know too as I said before there's snow on the mountains on the pass on either side of you um, up higher So, what if we go a little bit further in, and then see if we can create an avalanche to block the, the, the to bring that snow down into the valley? Still won't help against uh, dragons. Against the dragon. It won't help against the dragon, but it could. Uh, Flynn says, yeah. but it could help against the draconians. Army. Flint. Um, would that be? Would you? Would you have any idea how to start a rock slide like that? That could help. That could, you know, create an avalanche to knock some of the snow into the valley. I mean, it would be dangerous, and we'd have to get up closer. I would think. I don't have a way to to do that. I mean, without you know climbing and then you know chipping away at some of the rock and hoping it it falls. I mean, if we have a way to cause maybe a you know a loud enough noise or impact but without doing that I don't so it's it's possible to do but it might it's going to be difficult to figure out um, by I, which I mean the NPC isn't going to tell you <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know any expertise on it yeah um, hang on one if we only had a thunderclap of some type. <laughs> well, he was saying too that there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of valleys. Right, but at the same time, to Zane's point, it's going to be pretty easy to track you, you guys. That right. <laughs> So finding people, finding though. a way to block off this or any path that you're on, it's a slow. It's you know nothing will stop them forever, but slowing them way. down is probably a good idea. All right. So what we could do is we get up into the mountains, close enough to the peak where. We can. We don't have any like. We don't have any. Any alchemist fire or any uh, lantern, lantern oil or anything like that on provisions. I doubt it, right? I mean, there is, um, and you guys saw this when you were in um, the uh, the the basement of Pax Tharkis. Why the Alamo doesn't have a basement? Um, anybody? Uh, anybody? No, nah, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. I have no idea what you're talking about, Adam. 
Um, but there was, um, you know, uh, lamp oil. There was um, water. <laughs> KD got it. <laughs> um, so now you could use it. And if you feel like there might be enough, along with, you know, Flint trying to figure out how to get the snow down, that there's probably enough to make a big enough explosion to, you know, to get, you know, a good enough avalanche and get you guys out of the way in doing it. But it would use up that oil. That's, that's fine. Because we can always make fire other ways. I'm willing to do that if it stops the dra if it slows the dragon army down. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. All right. What do the rest of you guys think? I mean, it's a sucky decision to have to make, but I think that's reasonable to try to stop them the, the, the hordes of draconians on our tail. Yeah. <laughs> like you figure you've um, from the last time, the last session, you figure, or maybe it was two sessions ago. I don't remember. You figure with the boulders in front of um, the only real big entrance and exit, um, you can pro you you could probably have before most of the armies get there. Um, let's see, probably four days, maybe maybe five. Um, but as you can see, that there are still things pursuing you. Yeah, and you know, you haven't seen the dragon yet, but you know there's a dragon somewhere. But we're not going to be able to stop or slow down the dragon. We can't, we can't yeah. even worry, worry about that in our nothing, can, nothing we could do, it's going to fly and, and overtake us at some point. I just like we reminding even, you. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best we could do is get into the valleys and hope that the fog covers us, if there is any. Um, so but in order to do that, we got to stop the army even further from pursuing us. So I think this avalanche plan might be the best shot we have. Okay. <clears throat> um, so what do you want the group to do? So Gilthanus and Lorana um, and Goldmoon will come back down. Um, as you know, to check to see what's going on and, you know, and what, um, you know, as they've heard through the grapevine that you guys have returned after, uh, or caught up to them, I guess is a better way of saying it. <laughs> and Gilthanus will say, so, uh, what's the plan? We, we can't keep going on like this all night. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that we'll, we'll lose people. Well, um, we're going to bring the mountain down. I wasn't Coming expecting that. <laughs> um, so what's well, your, all the snow on top of it. So what's your plan? Uh, we're going to use the majority of the lamp oil to um, help us loosen some of the rocks with uh, an explosion and uh, hopefully direct them in the path of anyone who's pursuing so if we do that, we're probably going to want to try to get off of this main path here. Um, any idea? Any idea which direction to go? I could bring you back to this other well, map here too. We have to. We have to find. We're, 
we need to the only safe haven that we can think of is the kingdom of Thorbard. And he turns. He looks at um, Flint for a second, then back to you, and says, "Do you really think they'll let us in? That is, if we can find it." I'll talk to him. Minus has it problem. Yeah, Flint says, "Then definitely not." I was talking about humans and elves. They're never going to let a Kender in there. What are you talking about? If I have I to explain it, it's, we don't have time. <laughs> we appeal to their nature and let them know the severity of what's going on. I think, um, I think we'll get. We'll, it'll be the, it's the best chance we have, unless you have another idea. No, but again, it'll take us days, if not weeks, to get there. Where. If we move off the path now, which which direction do you suggest we go? Did I move you back to this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think for now, I mean, we could send maybe. Well, and he turns to Goldmoon and says, maybe. Um, we could send some of the uh, the Plainsman warriors to scout ahead and, and maybe find, um, you know, some sort of shelter or something that we can. Um, the, we can the mountains are riddled. This path is riddled with valleys, so we should probably find one of those to, to camp in. At least a suitable one for the size that we have, and fortify yeah. as best we can. So, I mean, if you all agree, we could try to send them out ahead, see what they could find as you work through your, um, uh, you know, you work through your plan of bringing down the uh, the avalanche. Goldmoon, do you think that is a, is that something people would do? Well, they need the rest as much as the rest of us, and I... I know Riverwind is our best scout and, oh, and warrior. He could leave. <laughs> I could ask Key and Sunstar um, because I, I I know them, I trust them, and they um, are capable. Um, unfortunately, I don't know everybody because they're not all my people. There's from all of the uh, the, the tribes are here, and uh, unfortunately, it seems that most of the Keshu, uh were murdered. Um, as we saw, but um, I can, I'm, I'm sure I can convince the others to let Riverwind and Sunstar go up ahead and see if they could find a suitable place. Great, that sounds excellent. Um, so yeah, send your scouts ahead see if they could find a suitable place. Guiltiness, you and Goldmoon continue um, moving the column. Um, we need to get them away from the, the area that we're going to create the avalanche, very least, and then we'll do what we can to um, delay the steward. Uh Okay. And um, they will head uh, back to the front of the line and leave you guys to your plan. All right. So let's get the lamp oil um, 
situated as best we can in the strategic places we need to. All right, yeah, you could find a couple of barrels there and um, uh, put them. I mean, the, the, the pass is, is not very wide, so if you put them on either side of the road, you feel, well, road, path, you feel that you might be able to, um, if you can generate a big enough explosion from them, uh, accomplish what you set out to. So how are you going to uh, light them up? Is there any wood or brush around or anything like that? Sure. All right, so let's put as much of it near them, like create as much of a stoke, um, like setting of flammable material that we can. Okay. And then um, I want to create. I want to. I want to line the entire valley path with flammable material if we can. Basically, like so we could set fire to that, and it would spread out to the both sides, and hopefully create the explosion we want to. You could definitely do that. Uh, that said, whoever is lighting that needs to be super quick not to get caught up in the explosion. I can do it. How about? How about if they're 120 feet away shooting a firebolt at it? That would definitely be a good start. There you go. Linus, you're up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait, what's a firebolt? (laughs) That thing that we saw you throwing at the uh, draconians over there. Oh, that's a firebolt? I just thought it was fire. Yeah, use that. Okay. So, um... So yeah, we'll set that up. We'll use that. Um, and and I'm going to use minor illusion to create a, a a booming sound as well to kind of try and loosen the. Um, but once we once we blow up some rock and get some rock in the middle there, I'm going to try and enhance it. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I need to then enhance it with you know something that we can create an avalanche. Okay. All right. So you guys get into position. Um, I assume the rest of you are further than that 125 feet, maybe? Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you've tied Linus' shoelaces together? <laughs> we we, we so put mean. a little bit of lamp oil in his pocket. <laughs> when he walks away from it. Yeah, no doubt they tell. Now make sure you hold on to these really heavy rocks while you do this. <laughs> I don't see why, but okay. <laughs> All right. So roll your um, your firebolt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you hit it right We're on shot. target. I did um, it! I did it, guys! I did it! The fire spreads as you're standing there. <laughs> Are you gonna Are you gonna stand there and watch this, or are you gonna start moving back out of curiosity? Um. Yeah, he'll start moving back. <laughs> okay. Um. So the fire. It'll take a second or two, and then he'll realize <laughs> hey, you should probably go. Yeah. the The fire spreads, um, and it's not that big of a distance between the uh, the two. You're probably looking at ten feet, um, and. All of a sudden, the um, the barrels explode, making a very loud noise. Somebody roll me a percentile die. Ooh, I got it. 
34. At first, after that loud explosion, there's nothing but silence. I don't you think guys are looking around at each other thinking, oh, fuck. Now we just gave away our position and nothing's happened. And then you start to hear crack, 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 crack. And then a snap and then just this rush of snow from both sides of the mountain. Um, how far away would you guys say you were waiting? A lot. You were 125 feet and running. You were probably about 200 feet away. Uh, I'm thinking more like uh, 700, 800 feet away. <laughs> yes, a curl of thought. That's it? Only 700, 800? It's nowhere with. Um, Realistically, we set everything up. So probably, and then be where we can see Linus doing what he was doing. So probably not more than 100 feet away from Linus. All right, so first, Linus is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. Or he's going to get en engulfed in snow. <laughs> You'll find out, yeah. It well, also depend on how much can, he, can he use a reaction? Um, to do what? Well, it's a spell, of course. Well, first he'd have oh, to make no. his dexterity saving throw, but then as part of that would be his action, and then afterward he could use a reaction. Sure. All right. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter anyway. We'll go ahead. And... Let me see here. Where's that? Okay. Uh, let me just roll the first one. Fifteen. Okay. You're very close to being. <laughs> That those couple of seconds you took just watching this thing go, probably a couple of seconds too long. So this <laughs> snow is coming toward you as you're running away from it. Um, the rest of you see this. Um, roll another dexterity saving throw. Another one? Yes. All right. You're on a bit of an incline here, so you're starting to <laughs> move a little faster. And the but the snow is still moving. You get you are able to get to the others. What are the rest of you doing? There is still snow coming toward you. Running away. Everybody roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, first one was Zane, second one was Eric. <laughs> oh, Corral! No. No. Did you roll one for Flint? There it There's is. There's Flint! He got even one! He got a three! <laughs> so His short got, little leg. You guys are running. Um, it takes you guys a couple of seconds because you're watching all this happen when, and then realize, oh, shit, we better go. Everybody else is booked past you. Curlathlon stops and says, guys, guys, we, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. You turn and just trip over your own two feet. And on the way down, you just grab out and happen to grab a hold of the back of Flint's collar. <laughs> 
and pull him down with you. Of course. The snow covering both of you. Use Curlethlon, start running. You almost make it, but then have your legs knocked out from behind you um, and fall into the snow. <laughs> At this point, you aren't going to take a ton of damage, but. Good, because they don't have a ton yeah, They don't have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Lint and Gorel, uh, uh, only six. Down goes Frazier. And five <laughs> for Curlethlon. How much did how much did uh, Gorel oh, have? Oh, uh, ten. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ten. Six. Okay, cool. Ooh. All right, I rolled poorly on that uh, <laughs> on that second die there. See, see, he's trying to kill you guys. He is. All that right, four. But the good news is, you have completely covered that path, and with that, we're going to go take a little break. So, everybody. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. I mean, you can as long as you come back. But we will be right back with Dragonlands, colon, Dragons of Hope, comma, part one, after this. And we're back. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen, and others for hanging out, waiting for us to play some Dragonlands, colon, Dragons of Hope, comma, part one. So... The guys just blew up half of the mountainside, gave themselves a little bit more time. They sent a couple of uh, Swift Fox's old friends, Riverwind and Sunstar, two of the Keishu warriors, um, to scout ahead. They um, they do come back, and they um, Gold Moon, um, and oh, of course. Uh, Gilthanus and Lorana uh, with them, uh, but they bring back um, Riverwind and Sunstar with them. Uh, so you guys are still in the back of the group. The um, um, and Riverwind says a little bit further down the the southern road it splits uh, in two directions. Um, To the east, the roadway is mostly buried in snow. Uh, to the west, there's a mountain pass that leaves the road. It looks like through there, there's a valley where we could stay for the night. Um, I wouldn't recommend staying any longer than that because there isn't a lot of cover, although there is some tree cover along either side. But um, the only problem is is that um, there were footsteps in the snow. Uh, they weren't fresh, but they were there. Um, looked to me to be uh, dwarven footprints. Oh, dwarves, we should follow those. And Flint um, would say... Well, to the west, um, a bit further south, um, is the the kingdom of the uh, the, the Nidar dwarves. Um, it's still a, it's a few days journey um, from here, so I don't think, especially uh, with this weather and 
he looks up and you guys can see like the weather it, it's and it's an early snow but you are further south uh which is typically colder than it is in the north um in this crazy world called Kran. um it looks like it will snow if not tonight then tomorrow um so he doesn't he doesn't think there'd be any scouting parties out or anything like that um but he really would have no idea but um the didn't you river... say that those dwarves were mean flint well they're not mean those are my people um they were yeah mean like you <laughs> girl girl's <laughs> like oh, watch it kid yeah <laughs> oh i thought it was a joke um <laughs> So I'm not a kid. <laughs> he said it's possible to go to the to the west, but we'd be trudging <laughs> through through snow with um, without really knowing where we're going. So, but either way, it seems like there is a place where we might have room to camp. Jason, you're muted. I think the valley sounds like the best. Um, suited for our needs for the night so let's let's do that and then maybe we'll figure out options in the morning let's say the rest of you that sounds like that least sounds good yep all right sounds boring so <laughs> you got spirit kid i like you you like tussles your hair i'm not a kid i'm a kid <laughs> i know kid um all right so you guys um will move to the uh to the lead i'm guessing um or no do you guys want to stay in the back and have the uh, the npcs lead or do you want to take the lead uh well i i think we've done a decent job of keeping danger away from our our rear we could probably put our resources in other places. I think we should go in the front. You know, we'll take Riverwind, that nice, that good fellow. Um, <laughs> we really like that guy. We do. That Riverwind is a really nice guy. <laughs> um, I'd hate it if he our, Yeah, he's really, <laughs> very, very helpful, very fine, uh, good-looking. Um, he's he's, he's great quite the catch. He's quite a consoling those who are widows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. He, he, he may have uh, he may have a future in this world. I think he's, he's, he's a, a fine player. Uh, so let's uh, let's continue. Let's let's keep him and the other scouts at the front with us. So they can guide us where we're going. But then um, maybe Yiltonis and any other any other able-bodied um, HU or other plainsmen can help protect the back if they need it. Okay. And there are some, there's probably about 80 warriors. Um, now their weapons are not great. I mean, they basically took whatever they could off of dead draconians. Um, don't have a lot of armor also because of that, but, uh, and they're also, you know, in a, in a weakened state, but, of the 800 people, there's a 80 of them roughly are uh, are warriors of a, of a sort. Um, so you guys move ahead. 
Hold on one second. All right. And um, the broken remains of an ancient roadway glitter with windswept ice. Here and there, old monuments of stone jut from the frozen ground. Their surfaces are covered with snow-filled runes. Uh, to the south, the way branches, um, just as Riverwind had said. Um, the roadway, mostly buried in snow, runs to the east. To the west is a mountain pass that leaves the road. A set of footprints short, uh, uh, short of step follows the southwest route, um, which is the way that uh, you guys were planning on heading. Um, what was that? The, the footprints are heading into the route or out of the route? Um, they're both. Uh, but they're not, um, again, they're not fresh. Um, you'll have time when you guys camp to ask anybody anything you want. Um, Curlathlon, you can tell for sure they're dwarven prints. Um, a few days old now, um, you know, four or five days. Um, based on the, the, the fresh snow that's uh, covering them as, you know. Um, does anybody besides Flint speak Dwarvish or read Dwarvish? I think Gorel probably does too. Yeah. I, yeah. I also read, I also speak Dwarvish. Okay. All right, so everybody except so for everybody. Highness. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zarek. It's might too. Um, so you guys, the the writing is different than the the Dwarvish that you're used to, um, because you would have learned um, Dwarvish from you know the the hill dwarf side versus the mountain dwarf side. But mm. you can still make out, and Flint can read more than 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 you guys can, and, and Zane too because of his uh, brainiac nature. Um, but you can basically tell that um, the runes are they're speaking of or writing about the ancient dwarven kingdom of Thorbarden and the road of Kif Cannon that linked the dwarves with their elven, elven neighbors to the north. So it's basically saying that the roads here... And again, there's not really directions and a lot of them are destroyed, so it doesn't give a full picture of where it is, but confirms that somewhere between Qualanesti, um, which is where Paxtharkis um, is in the middle of directly, and, uh, uh, and Thorbarden is, um, you know, the, is Paxtharkis. So you guys are sort of in the middle between those two kingdoms. One of which is now currently emptied as the elves flee, um, and the other has been shut up and no one has been in or out of that you know of um, in the past 300 years. Um, as you continue on, if you do decide to continue on that trail, um, the snow-filled canyon slopes gently upward, footprints, um, following a, a wavering line up the uh, the canyon floor. Um, so you can see that basically they're going around toward that big spire, uh, mountain spire that you saw um, when you first left Paxtarkis. Looks like they're moving around that direction. Um, and Flynn says it's because that is the 
unless you're going to go over the mountains. The only real way to get from the uh, the, the Nidar Kingdom to um, to this road and to Pax Tharkas. Or at least only one that he knows of. So they'd have to go around, which is partly why it takes so long to get from point A to point B. Where on that map is the uh, other snow-choked uh, passageway? So basically you've got 22 and you've got... Let me get a little bit more of an area here. <clears throat> These are the areas that they saw. So 22... Um, was a bigger impasse to get through and might be difficult with um, the wagons and the people. This was the easier road, um, and this is where the the dwarven footprints are sort of going off in that direction. But Flint says that this spire is not where the kingdom is. Does it have a name? It's just called the spire, as far as I can tell, but let me double check. 22 is where we want to go. Well, everybody's moving in this direction already, so you're going to tell them that? <laughs> Linus is going to go and talk and make friends with Riverwind. What was the other one's name? Serpent Girl? What was Sunstar. The... Sunstar. <laughs> Serpent Girl. Way off. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, uh, he's not... He's doing his best not to pay attention to you. Then I will leave him alone because <laughs> he's stuck up ass. I'll go to Sunstar. Sunstar's oh. doing about the same. I think you should take me to that choked pass, the other one. We should go look at that one. That sounds like a lot more fun, and I bet that's where the dwarves are at. I don't think they're over here. At least not the dwarves we're looking for. We're not looking for these dwarves. We're probably looking for those other dwarves, and that'd be that way, and that makes more sense, too, because it's traveling along the road. It's not on the road. And He turns to the others and says, um, does he speak for you now? New here. Oh, and they no. continue walking <laughs> in the direction <laughs> that they were going. <laughs> Being Fine. a candor, it's not easy to get people to listen to you. I know. Especially strangers and especially Plains people. Well, Linus feels that it'll be extremely easy to follow this path. How long did it does it take to get to like from each of these? If you zoom in, each of those hexes is a mile. Oh, only a mile? Yeah. Okay, cool. So yep. Linus is going to truck and he's going to go back. Not the squares. Way. The hexes. You got to zoom in. Oh, I got to zoom in more. Yes. The, the regular squares on the map are not a mile. It's. I don't see any hexes. It's hard to see on this thing. Basically, you can sort of tell by the way. Um, all right. So do a brother solid and count out how many miles. Because I yeah, see all right. zero. You're looking at. It's easier if I look on the book here than this thing. It's going to be from the path that you guys are currently walking down to go back around into that area. 
is going to be three miles and then three miles back. Okay, so he could he could, what time of day is it? It's night. Oh, that's why night. you're looking for camp. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we were doing it because it was still in no. preparation for. Yeah. All right, he's not that. Like you can do it if you want to walk. I mean, six miles. How long will that take you to walk? A long with time. your short little legs. With your short little legs, probably like three or four hours. In yeah. the in the snow. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Uphill. That's right. <laughs> Continue on. I, you're welcome I'll let to you, do it. <laughs> I'll let you know in a second. Continue on. All right. Nobody's, nobody's stopping you there, kiddo. So you guys come to a uh, a valley. Um, people immediately, because they've been told this is where they're spending the night, um, try to find space. I mean, you know, there's not. It's not going to be a comfortable night. Um, a few of them, um, set up some small campfires. Um, you've got a, just a ton of weak, tired and scared, although hopeful because this is dragons of hope, um, people. Um, they're trying to stay close to the um, uh, to these, you know, mountain range over on the side here because that's the closest. Um, it's hard to stay completely out of sight. Um, there are people going through the boxes and crates and barrels that they've um, found to look for warm clothing. Um, there is, there is some, um, nobody is going to be super comfortable, but, um, they're able to find some things to, you know, to keep the men, women, and children, you know, relatively warm, um, especially compared to what they were uh, wearing before. And, um, Elliston the seeker um, walks up to you and he has um, uh, both Gilthanus and Lorana um, with him. Uh, Gold Moon is off um, talking to other um, of the Plains people. And Elliston says, uh, first, I, I just want to thank you for uh, everything that you've done. I know it wasn't easy, and um, your bravery and your skills um, have kept many people alive. And for that, I'm forever in your debt. When we were in the... Uh, the the mines of Pax Tharkis, um there were people who had sort of taken the leadership role within the, the slaves there, the, the people you know, of Salas, the people of the plains, um, the elves, although there aren't many, um, the handful of dwarves is really like, from what you've seen, there's maybe three or four dwarves. It's not many. Um, don't, um, really just kept to themselves for the most part. And, um, but we created sort of a, 
a group um, of, of leaders of the people and we would like it if when you get settled if you would maybe meet with us and we can try to find um, common ground on you know on, on a plan on you know on what to do next I'm good. Okay. And tend to the needs of the of the people. Make sure everyone's safe. Make sure everyone's as warm and comfortable as possible. And then, you know, lick our wounds a little bit, and then meet up. Of course. Um, and he'll sort of give you a nod, and um, the group turns back, and um, they sort of split off. Uh, Lorana and um, and. You kind of notice that Lorana has been giving Zarek the the cold shoulder a little bit. She's been hanging out more with Giltinus um, and this Elliston guy, um, but they head off and you know and sort of meet with this elves and everyone's sort of grouping together in in their uh, in their groups. And you guys have you know basically the Keshu, uh, not the Keshu, the tribesmen in general, including the Keshu. Um, have sort of taken up residence at the front end of the caravan, for lack of a better word, um, this group, um, because most of the warriors are plains people, and they figured they can keep watch on that side, and you guys can keep watch on the uh, the front side that you're in now. Um, but the time is yours. So this counts as long or short rest? Right now, you could take a short rest uh, before the council meeting, and then the goal ultimately would be to take a long rest after that, I imagine. Okay. And you guys can just tell... tell, Don't write into that little thing there, the secret, where this is a stream, so you can tell everybody what you're doing. No way, man. It's gonna be a surprise. Giltinus is not an actual player character, so... That's why... All right. Linus is going to start spying on Gilfinus. Okay. What does that look like? It looks like him being sneaky and hiding around in different places where he's at. Roll a stealth check, and it's more to look inconspicuous than anything else. Okay. Hold on one second. And you guys can use hit dice or anything like that if you'd like to. Or you can save it and hope you get a long rest. He's going to use his bend of luck. Okay. No, not bend of luck. Tide of, uh, tide of chaos, which will allow him to re-roll that. Okay. Okay, so here it goes again. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, you feel like no one's really paying attention to you. So, um, Gilthinus and Lorana are speaking to, um, a tall elf, um, and, um, they're, you know, discussing, um, you know, Gilthinus is really, and and Lorana relating the story of the Qualanesti elves fleeing, um, to this guy. And it seems that he, from what you can tell from the conversation, isn't 
from there. Um, and they don't seem like they really know each other all that well. Um, there's some familiarity there, but they don't seem like they're good friends, although he does seem distraught by, you know, hearing of the uh, the plight of the Qualinesti. And that's really the conversation so far that you overhear. Boring. <laughs> so Linus will just go and start, he'll go walk up to him then and just start talking to him. Oh, that's terrible. That's too good. And he's basically going to do his Kendra thing where he's going to just kind of like weave in and out of him. He's going to yeah. try and steal some shit. All right. Roll uh, as many sleight of hand checks as you feel necessary. Okay. He's stealing off a of Gilfinus. 17. Double 17 nonetheless. Alright. Only Gilfinus you're going to steal from? Yeah, for now. For now. Alright. Let's see. And I use the word steal in really the loosest of terms because he's just curious right, about yeah. the shit I he's get what you mean. Uh, And he can't know what it is if it's hidden in a pocket. He's got to pull it out of there. Perception is intelligence, yes? No, it's wisdom. It's wisdom-based. Okay. That'll help be helpful for you. Yep. Um, yeah, you pull out um, a handful of coins, and within that handful of coins is a ring. You don't speak Elven, do you? No. Um, it's got some sort of Elven script um, inside of it, but it's a nice ring. Okay. Then he'll say, well, yeah, sorry to hear about your house. Gotta go. And, <laughs> and then they seem happy to see you go. And he's going to then go, and he's going to try and find uh, Lorana. Lorana was standing right next to him. Oh, she was right there with, yeah. with that conversation. So he's going to... You he's find gonna, her easily. You just have to she's right there. bump into her. Yeah. I, I, all I could think of was the the big, the, the tall elf that didn't know him and, and stuff. And then, all right, well, then he's just going to go and, like, entertain himself. Okay. Until uh, Lorana isn't there talking. He wants to catch Lorana by herself. Okay. What are the other, what do the rest of you want to do while you're waiting? Um, well, I'm going to go off to the, uh, I'm going to go to a, a site that's kind of calm on the edge of the camp. Okay. Um, and, uh, and just try to recenter myself. I feel like it's been it, it, all this death and blowing things up and uh, I need a, a moment to get back to nature and just okay. think. Uh, yeah, you sit there, there's a, a light, gentle snowfall that flutters around you. Um, not enough to really stick, you know, as soon as it, you know, it lands on your clothing, it just, it melts. Um, for the first time in, man, over a week now, what seems like months, but it's really only been 10 days, about two, 10 days, two weeks, maybe tops. It hasn't been a long period of time. You finally feel a little sense of not necessarily relief, but calm. And as you sit there, you feel it's not pain, 
but there's an uncomfortable feeling on your forearm where the star jewel is tied up and pressed against it. It's weird because, I mean, you've had this thing on now for a few weeks. Um, and it's always just like the familiar scent, you know, feeling of the cold uh, jewel and metal. But this time, you feel distraught. And you feel like it's coming from that jewel. Um, there's a sadness there. Um, there's fear there. And it takes a while for that feeling to eventually subside. But at the same time, it doesn't quite leave you. Okay. What about the rest of you guys? All right. Um, Zane is going to... He's got two things that he wants to do. Um, first is examine the... Um, the, the mace and the holy symbol that he got off of the... Um, uh, the the dragon, uh, dragon priest. Uh, hi, Lord, yeah. Um, so I'm going to use, uh, 10 minutes to cast Identify. Okay. Did I put that in here? Like I said, I was going to... I can copy and paste it, though. Um, okay. Yeah, actually, uh, Garel was going to start looking... Come over and ask you about that, because he, uh, he's got his eye on that thing. Yeah, man. All right, so... Okay for us to use. It's all yours, big guy. Yes. So talk to me about identify. What information will that give you? So I will read it to you right now. I then identify. You choose one object. If it is magic, if some other magic-imbued object, you learn the properties and how to use them. Whether it requires attunement, how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. The item was created by a spell. You learn which spell created it. Okay. So you would know everything about it. <laughs> everything about it. All right. I am going to send this to you in a little private chat. Um, what, how do you do that? Oh, a W. Flash yeah. W space, yeah. then the name of the yeah, person. I, I just couldn't remember the W part. Uh, okay. I think I put that to everybody, but... <laughs> Just that yep. first, that's just that first part. <laughs> the, 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 uh, Zane is the only one who knows the name of it. <laughs> yep. Anyway, it is a, I'll just tell you now, for those of you at home, 
It is a footman's mace. It is a plus three. It is a potent tool of evil. Um, and there's, you can also just, without even doing a identify good or evil, you could tell that the holy symbol is also evil. Um, the mace, when the mace strikes its victim, the wielder utters the command word midnight. The victim must save versus constitution. Um, and I don't have the DC on there. It's a DC 15. Uh, let me just double check. Yeah. Um, and that person is blinded for two to 12 turns, which is why I really wanted to hit you guys with that. <laughs> Too bad you couldn't. You know that if there is a good person who grabs Nightbringer, which is the name of this mace. Um, but, but I was going to want to do that. If a good person grabs onto Nightbringer's handle, they must save um, verse, uh, well, it's a wisdom save with a negative two penalty, and again, it's a DC 15. Um, and, if the and if the character fails to save, the character is permanently blinded unless there is a spell that will magically cure them of that permanent blindness. So like a Greater restoration, I think, maybe. So, Garel. <laughs> Good news, bad news. Yeah. Yeah. This mace is pretty cool. Bad news is, it might make you blind forever. Oh. Well. Blind. <laughs> and he's like, in, uh, in, in both eyes or the one? Uh, both eyes, buddy. Uh, well, can you like break that? Um, I, not right now. Maybe if we get to the dwarves, they can help us, but uh, I doubt I could do anything about that. Okay. It would just be um, an amazing trophy because it was a glorious story of victory. Well, <laughs> as long as you, as long as you don't grab it, um, out of, out of game. Feel the weapon if I don't grab it. Like, <sighs> like if it was dangling off of a. Rope? So basically, he could carry it. But if he would try to wield it, because it says by the right. handle, so we're going to go by the, uh, the, the the letter of the law here. If he were going to wield it or even just hold it by the handle and the thing thinks it's wielding it, he would have to make that so, so, Gorel, if you want it as a trophy and have it dangling from your, your, your belt or your back at all times as, like, look, I got this off of Verminar, it's all yours. Just don't grab it because you'll go blind. What if I was to wrap it, like wrap it up in like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I wrap it in like a, a um, cloth or a animal skin, I'm not Pretty really. Go blind. Not not hundred percent, but pretty sure it will. He walks away grumbling to himself in dwarvish. <laughs> um, out of out of game, I assume Garel's alignment is good. Um, chaotic good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. All it right. Would make you go blind. It would make you go blind. I think and I then, might uh, be the only 
opportunity to take with Hecate. <laughs> okay. All right. But I'm not forgetting it. Mace is a simple weapon? What was that? I'm... A mace is a simple weapon, right? That's a good question. Anybody know off the top of their heads? Well, it, it, yeah, there's there's no footman in mace in five e, right? So but it's basically a big, regular, that, basically a big. That's yes. why we're keeving the plus three. Yes, but yeah. yeah, it's a big yes. melee. <laughs> it would be considered a heavy mace. I don't even yeah, think okay. heavy maces are in five e. No, I don't even see it in this thing here. Uh, mace. There we go. A mace is a simple melee weapon, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I could use it. Probably not great in my hand, but I could use it. What are you saying? What what, what alignment are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I know, that was pretty easy since he's wearing the red robes. <laughs> like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to be good with it, but I could use it. Um... Garel could teach you. Garel could teach you how to use it. Well, Garel could wield me wielding the mace. There it is. Have you have you ever seen somebody wield another person as a as a blunt object? It's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. So I will. I'll hold on to it for now until we find a way for you to use it effectively, Garel. Okay, but again, I, I, if you want, I can at least instruct you how to use that, just would, so you're not defenseless. Not saying you, know, you are defenseless, but say you I have. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I hear you. Well, I will, I will absolutely take the tutelage of you in blunt force trauma. <laughs> that is his yes! specialty. And he grabs, he grabs you around the shoulders like, yes! Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You feel a bone snapping. <laughs> uh, by the way, girl, when you do that, you notice that his body temperature is unnaturally hot. Oh, and therefore I do not let go easily. <laughs> yeah, it is cold in here. <laughs> oh. 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 And then as far as the um, holy symbol is concerned, Zane, it, it in and of itself, it does not have any magical properties. But it looks like it could be a conduit for such. Exactly. Got it. Um, okay, cool. Um, so I'll keep those handy. And um, then the second task I would like to do is I would like to find um, uh, Riverwind. Okay. And talk, talk with Riverwind about some geography. Okay. He, um, um, all right. Begrudgingly, I let I let you go. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Gordon. <laughs> and then realize everybody else must be cold. So I think I'm going to use my survival skills and help build a few fires. Okay. For, for Great. Yeah, you're able to uh, to do that and get people settled in. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and you're um, you're able to find, and I'm assuming Zarek is going with you. Um, you are able to find uh, Riverwind. Uh, you know, helping get camp set up for uh, his folks. 
Um, Riverwind, thank you for your assistance in getting us here safely tonight. Um, you're you're uh, you're an invaluable asset to uh, to this, this camp. Um, and by far the, the the most kind plainsman I've ever had the, the pleasure of. <laughs> thank you and thank you for helping us escape I was hoping when Sunstar and I had left you in Pax Tharkis that we'd be able to track down and rescue um, prisoners before uh, we were captured ourselves but unfortunately we were outnumbered <coughs> and I'm uh and I'm sorry to hear of uh, Swift Fox's passing. I I know you were acquaintances. Uh, yes. yes. Um, he 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 fought bravely at when when running was not an option. <laughs> <laughs> Swift Fox never got captured. That's true. That's true. Um, so how well do you know this area of, of, um, of the land? Unfortunately, not well at all. Um, I've spent most of my life in the, in the plains. <laughs> but you're, you're savvy enough to navigate through, um, through unfamiliar territory. Well, I, um... Uh, have been trained in in finding trails and and game and but um, I don't profess to be a uh, an expert. Certainly, uh, traversing through the mountains. Um, we're looking for the ancient civilization, the ancient the ancient dwarven kingdom. Have, do, you, do the plainsmen have any legends or, or any any clues that might um, might lend lend any information on the whereabouts? Well, I, I wish I could help, but um, our people tends to stay to themselves, and uh, to be honest, there's a general mistrust of those that are different from us, uh, dwarves. And and elves, although yeah, it seems like a racist. What you what you have done, <laughs> and they still like him better than you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, we're gonna take the racist. I gotta. We. I mean, if we had toss up. So he says, but after seeing the selfless act that you and your brother looks at Zarek. Thank you, Rodney Ford, for liking the stream at a weird time. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Thanks, Rodney. Um, seeing what you and your brother and uh, um, your other friends, including the um, the ranger and the, and the dwarf, um, seeing what you have done, I feel that we were misguided um, in that way of thinking. And I hope that uh, we can work to build more of a community between our folks. Thank you, Rodney Ford, for following again. 
Huzzah! Huzzah! But unfortunately, um, no, I, I, of course, have heard of um, the Dwarven Kingdom, but um, I have no knowledge and I haven't heard any tales, um, at least from my tribe, of of any more than the fact that there was a dwarven kingdom under the mountain that has been shut up and shut everybody out since uh, before the cataclysm. <coughs> all right. Um, have you, have you, do you know of this mountain range at all? Any, any legends, any, um, any, any information that could help us find any point of direction that we might be looking for? I wish I did. Um, it would, I think, be easier for all of us if we had at least somebody who knew more about these mountains, but um, I, I, I don't have a, an answer for you, and I apologize. Well, you're, you're, like I said, your addition to this, um, this endeavor has been, has been un, unparalleled in its, uh, in your efforts. Um, you are an honor to the plainsman. Um, keep, keep that in mind and, and feel proud of your of your uh, accomplishment. No, thank you. Um, and uh, the same to you and and your people. So with that, I'm going to look over and try to find the. You said there were three dwarves. Uh, there's like four dwarves. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go over and see if I can't. Um, if I can't strike up a conversation with them. I might even grab Flint to see if that will um, facilitate the the breaking of the ice. All right. Um, yeah, Flint will walk over there with you, and he says, what do you want to ask them? You might want to let me do the talking, though. Um, so I will, I will say to him in Dwarvish, I can speak Dwarvish, Talking, but you talking might no, not be it's more about idea. them wanting to talk to an elf, not being able to understand them. Under, I understand. Um, I just mean, I just meant if you want to communicate in your native language, ah, that's fine. Understood. So um, what do you, what do you want to know from them? I want to know if they have any ideas about this area. If they know any of the geography, if they know where we are, if they know. Um, if they know any landmarks that might be in here, famous mountain passes, legends that that your people might have, um, you know, common folklore, anything new that has transpired since you left, um, anything like that. Basically, we're looking for a direction with mm-hmm. these people. Um, anything would help. Sure, um, and he'll walk over there with you and. You find the, you know, the dwarves and they're kind of miserable without, uh, you know, it's been a while since they've had anything to drink. Um, and um, they're very tired, very worn out. And they'll speak in uh, uh, Dwarvish to uh, to Flint and they sort of give you the, the side eye and he explains um, that the two of you had helped free them and the others from Pax Tharkis. And they don't warm up exactly, but they're a little less on guard when they hear that. 
and they say um, that they, you know, they, they haven't been in this area um, for many years, although, you know, they know and they, you know, they know the name Fireforge when Flint introduces um, him. Thank you, Sidron77, for one, two, three, four, five bit cheer things. Oh, and we got inspiration. Um, and we'll have to remember to tell KD that. I'm not sure if they're still Thank listening. Thank you, Sidron. Hopefully they are. Anyway. I'll put it on. Awesome. Thanks. So um, they say that they, I mean, obviously they, they know Flint is from, uh, you know, originally from the, uh, the, the Nidar kingdom and um his once he says his name it goes a long way to making them feel comfortable with him and they say that their hopes are to go back um to their kingdom and and hopefully it's still there and and hopefully the uh the hill dwarves are safe um they had been further north in uh, sanctin and um fled the dragon armies there um, they're both metal. Well, they're all metalsmiths. Uh, they're all brothers. Um, these guys are all metal. Yes, and you know they had been out, you know, working and living um, there. You know, making um, you know anything from weapons to trinkets, um, depending on which one of the four you're talking to. And um, some make necklaces and jewelry, you know, so they they're they kind of had like a full, you know, one stop shop. So um, they said as far as the the mountains here. Um, generally, I mean, they're safe, obviously, they're, you know, are, you know, wolves um, from time to time. Um, typically, I, I doubt they would come and attack a, a group this big. But, you know, these are strange times, so it's hard to say. Um, as far as bringing the humans to the uh, Nidor of the Nidor Kingdom, Nidor Kingdom, I'd be hesitant. Um, one, if the dwarves are safe, bringing a band this big there could endanger them. Um, especially since we've escaped from a dragon high lord. Um, and word around camp is uh, that you uh, and your party murdered him, killed him, not in a bad way. We were wanting to murder him <laughs> ourselves from the day that we got here, so we're on, we're on board with that 100%. <laughs> um, I wish I could have been there myself, but... I'd hate to bring them to the Nidar people. That being said, if they are still here, I'd like to see them move to a safer area as well because I don't feel that this area or maybe anywhere on Kryn is safe now. The, the Nidar are the mountain dwarves. The Nidar are the hill dwarves. The Thorbarden are the mountain dwarves. Well, there's a few different ones, but the Mount Doors live in Thorbarden. This is all you need to know for right now. Okay. 
He says, why are you... Are you thinking of trying to find... Thorbarden and the, 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 the ancient gates? Yes. Well, I wish you luck. I... In these times, we need all people to come together against this dragon army. I agree, but... Um... Before the cataclysm, there was, you've probably heard of it, um, looking at you, because you look like someone who studies as a wizard. Um, but the Dwarf Gate Wars were a terrible time for our people. Many of the Nidar were slaughtered by our kin, who then closed the gates to their mountain home. The gate itself is built into the mountain, which is why no one has been able to find it, at least from my knowledge. Um, it could be, we could be leaning up against this, the, the, the mountain as far as I know right now. Um, that's how difficult it is to find. The dwarven craftsmanship is, well, beyond the pale. And dwarven thinking about it um he says the the dwarves in thorbarden have no love for anyone on crin other than themselves otherwise they would have helped our ancestors many years ago that said if you could find a way to open the gates and convince them to let these people in and and the kin that they shut out hundreds of years ago, well, it might just be the only safe place left. As a dwarf, I'm sure you have, your, your, your knowledge of craftsmanship is obvious. Someplace as as the kingdom of Thornbarden must have a back door or a secret entrance or, or some way to get in or out. Have you heard of anything like that? I know of four entrances. Uh, the, the north gate, the south gate, the east gate, and the west gate. Um, the dwarves are just <laughs> are even less <laughs> creative than the elves in that regard. Um, I'm sure the fire department made him do that. Is that if there's a secret entrance? Yeah, exactly. They needed to make sure there was uh, multiple egress uh, avenues. So I don't know if there's any secret passages. Um, there very well could be. But there are, um, like I said, there there are four gates where they're located and what mountain that's the problem and the um, this mountain rings are, are there any famous peaks in it any any um, anything that you may know about the geography of it the um, people are from yes I mean there's it's not a very high mountain range. There is the peak, um, which is almost 
due north from where we are now, a bit to the uh, uh, um, to the east. However, um, nothing really special about it, other than it's the the tallest spire in the uh, in this range, this mountain range. Um, but uh, other than this is where my people have lived. Um, I don't know what else to what else to say about it. Um, are you looking? Um, for, are you looking for anything specific? Legend has it that long ago. Uh, during the Dwarfgate Wars, there were some powerful people that managed to managed to align themselves with the with the dwarves um, in the and and found themselves welcome on the coral, under the Corollas Mountain. Um, have you heard any tales of? This? Well, I've heard tales of wizards, um, or a wizard. Um, I know that there was a uh, one of those towers, those wizard towers, uh, not far by on the other side of the mountain range, and he uh, points off to the west. Um, as far as I know, it was stories. Um, there was um, at least a uh, maybe a, a group of wizards. I don't know. Very powerful. Some say there was just one, but the stories are passed down from generation to generation that were trying to get into um, Thorbarden. And all I know is that, um, from what I know or understand, they were. Um, killed outside the gates um, but that's all I know and Flint can corroborate that story he heard the same tale but again it's not there's not a lot of detail there just stories but they don't know if they were elaborated or just made up or if they were real how well do you know this mountain I mean fair like I said it's been a number of years since we've lived here so I mean fairly well Very well. So you you could possibly help the plainsman guide us safely through it. I mean, you know the terrain is what I'm after. Yes. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if there's any safe passage through it. Uh, the real dangers, besides just those of any mountain range, um, would be the dragon armies. Um, if they weren't around, I'd say these this mountain range would be as safe as any other. Well, we've managed to slow them at least a, at least a little bit. Yeah, with, uh, I, with the I, I saw that was uh, quick thinking. Thank you. Um, but we we might call on your expertise of the of the mountains themselves 
to help our plainsmen, help the plainsmen guide us through as safely as we can. Well, can we'll we, do can it. We, re- can we we'll rely on you for that? We'll do what we can. Thank you. Um, cool. That's, uh, that's all we got from them. All right. Anybody else? All right. So we're not going to get into the full council meeting. That being said, I'm going to bring you guys over to another page. Um, eventually, you guys are led. Oh, wait. Did uh, Lauren, Lorana? Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a time where she sort of took a step <laughs> back as she was. She leaves the group and actually is walking over toward the camp where Elliston is um, camped out. Um, so you can, you got a little bit of time as she's walking from place to place. Okay. Then I'll go run enough to go. Hi. Hello. Hey. Um, I don't know really who to tell this to, but you're an elf and I'm pretty sure this is written in elf and there's something in this. Look at what I found. And he's going to show her the ring. Okay. And then he's going to be like, I don't know what it is, but, and also, uh, when I was in, Pax Starkis, I kind of like overheard the big scary guy talking, and basically he said that there's a traitor huh. with the heroes right now, so um, maybe you could help look out for that. I don't think it's you, seeing it's how they captured you and we're going to eat you, so I don't think it's you. I don't think it, I thought it was that guy Tannis, because everybody else said he's a traitor, he's like, well it's got to be that guy, but he kind of got squished so i don't think it's him either anymore but it could have been him and it might not be the guy anymore it could be somebody else but also i think it might be now that's her brother right yes yeah good he's like i think it might be uh Gilfinus, but i could be wrong i think that's his name he's that other elf guy well my my brother is no traitor and where did you oh get that's my, your brother where did you get my mother's ring oh uh just found it i guess i don't know the way you come across things may i have it of course, that's why I was showing it to you. What's it say on the inside? I can't read that. It looks like it's an elephant. It, um, it's a little note um, that my father engraved in the ring to my mother. Aw, that's sweet. Thank you for finding this. I'm glad you you found it. You're welcome. Um. And Don't forget to keep an eye out for a traitor. I won't, but please trust that my, my brother is, is no such person. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> All right. So um, eventually, um, Elliston and Lorana will come back to the group um, and ask if you are ready to, uh, to join the, uh, the council meeting. Um, she brings you, and let me bring you to the screen. She brings you to um, a little bit of a clearing away from the, you know, the, the rest of the uh, the refugees. Um, and this is the group that's here. Um, Elliston, you recognize, um, of course, uh, Gold Moon, you re- you recognize from the the, the plainsman as as Riverwind is there as well, although he doesn't do a lot of talking uh, during this. Uh, the elves, uh, Lorana and Gilthinus, because of their station, are there, um, as well as that tall elf that Linus um, saw them talking to before, um, who 
you come to learn his name Brookland. Brooklyn. Um, look, that's in. <laughs> I didn't make it up. It's in the book. Um, Brooklyn the, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no sleep till. It's got a um, baseball cap on backwards. <laughs> Is a gold cross, Brooklyn Dodgers uh, jersey. Um, there's another plainsman um, who they introduce as being from the Keita tribe called Briar. Um, Marita is there. Um, Linus, you particularly know her as you were locked in a cell together for a bit of time. Um, another guy who introduces himself as Eben. Um, who looks like he's uh, one of the few warriors that they have. And then, last but not least, Hederic, who was the seeker in Solace, who you guys lit on fire, healed with a staff, and then Grell slammed his face repeatedly into... (laughs) Yeah. A, into oh, a that guy. table that guy. in the tavern yeah, in the guy. last home. Um, Do we recognize him? You recognize him, and he recognizes you, and that's where we will end tonight. <laughs> he is mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's like, well, we- hey, I know. Zane <laughs> um, wants to make Zane's first statement in this entire thing is going to be like if this is a council of what to do and how to get the people unified where are the dwarves well they'll answer that question next time here on dragonlands thank you sage nope sega maniac for following huzzah Huzzah! thank you sega maniac so we will see you guys next week friday 9 p.m for the first council meeting of the uh, the refugees and see what the plan of action is moving forward to try to keep these 800 people alive, preferably. Um, I could tell you it's not going to be super easy, but depending on what you do, it could work. Uh, join us Tuesday nights, and sorry we missed last Tuesday, but half of us didn't have power and some of us still don't have it. Um so, uh, but we have Greyhawk Adventures Tuesday night, 9 p.m. And then Wednesday night, 9 p.m., our Vampire the Masquerade V5 edition. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Uh, called Wick, Wicked City. I got it right the first time. Wicked City Kindred on Wednesday, also at 9. Nice and easy to remember. 999. So we will see you guys Friday, the Tuesday, fin- and Wednesday. This Wednesday is the finale for the Vampire game. What for this chapter of the vampire? Game. What's happening yes. after that? Uh, we're going back to sector one. Oh, going over another return, a return, return. This is ex- this is escape from sector one. round trip to sector one. <laughs> yes, and will be the final chapter in the sector one trilogy. Is uh, the next one also? Don't forget, uh, Greyhawk Con, uh, virtual Greyhawk Con is coming up in October, but. Uh, it's already open for signups, and there is a uh, link if you're on Twitch down below that you can uh, press to uh, take you right there, or you can just Google it. So, all right, great. We'll coming we'll in October. Can we? We're only a couple months away from that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. 
Anyway, guys, for Kemchan, Gaz, Katie, Jason, and Wilda Playa, this is Adam signing off. So stay safe out there. Be kind to one another. It's the nice way to do it. Yeah, and don't be like care. how they are towards Swift Fox. <laughs> do the don't be like that. Of that. Do the opposite. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oop, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we will see you next time. Have a great weekend, a great week. We will check you out later. Peace out. Bye. Hey, everybody, this is Adam, your Dungeon Master for Dragonlance. Join us every week as we play through the Dragonlance modules in 5th edition using all new characters. But don't worry, your favorites from the books and modules appear often as NPCs and sometimes in strange situations. Don't forget to like us on YouTube slash Mr. Adam PL, that's M-R-A-T-O-M-P-L, and follow us on twitch.tv slash Wicked Studios, LLC. And we'll see you next week on Dragonlance.